Okay, my voice is being recorded in one thing. Your voice is being recorded on another thing. Okay, I, I've got the, I've got the same. seen the tea titans go you haven't watched no i haven't yet you sent me you sent me that uh that video and i feel like i need to it's my duty to watch it i just haven't yet yeah just for my kids sake so then you can throw some catchphrases into morning show sometime and <laughs> they can be like kyle watches movies too there was a movie about it right recently yes. yeah there's five uh, seasons okay. on netflix at least in canada and then there's a movie that just came out and i don't my feelings on movies that movie is that it's meta and meta like lots of meta jokes about itself about superheroes about Ooh, and so uh-huh. which is like when you're watching it, it's like funny and it's clever but then you're like if everything's just meta jokes about itself aren't we just going to like circle in on ourselves and like explode mm-hmm. at some point here mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so anyways let's do a podcast about podcasting yeah speaking of meta and circling <laughs> circling in on ourselves boy so this is episode number 115 of show me your mic on uh, the good stuff.fm podcast network which can be found at goodstuff.fm. I guess that's circling in on itself as well. Kind of, kind of self-explanatory. Yeah, yeah, uh, it's in the name. And uh, I'm Chris. Chris ends. I Chris on Twitter. If if Twitter is still around when you're hearing this, <laughs> or watching this later, if it's still alive, today's is Twitter Day. Twitter D Day. Twitter Day. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, it's it's the day where folks are deciding um, to leave the platform. For 30 days, I guess. Uh, right. I don't know if there is an actual deactivation or deletion process, or if there is, um, they leave and then have 30 days to come back. The thought is that this will put pressure on Twitter to change its policies in a, a way that can help better benefit the community. I think there's a much deeper seated issue about Twitter, though, when it comes to how they create community and the whole idea of like, you know, Brands are messaging each other uh, publicly to drum up um, fun and and interest in like products and surge and things like that. We talked about it last night on on morning show that it's just kind of silly, um, and I'm I'm super duper over it. Outside of that, there is also a boatload of harassment and Nazis and bad things going on. So it overall, it just doesn't, it's not a great place. Um, nor really was it ever. Uh, I think maybe this is just a time for, for folks to reevaluate some of their social priorities and, and stuff. Twitter's had a huge impact on my life though. I've probably the, the most recent job I got was probably because of Twitter mm-hmm. um, sending a, you know, seeing a job posting, sending a DM and a, it's it's wild to think like there there is such good that can come of it, and there is such evil that can also come from it. Yeah, that's a, it's hard for like I back in the day, it, I think it legit was a good platform, and there was just like it was just more nerdy, you know, very obviously white dudes primarily, probably, and a lot of tech focused people, and uh, and so. Like it was safe in that sense, I guess. <laughs> it's a bubble. It, I yeah. mean, it, it, it was a bubble and folks have created their own bubbles. Um, yeah. 
as well. But yeah, like you and I probably wouldn't know. Like, I, it's hard to imagine a world where if we just all stayed blogging and didn't have something like Twitter, like it's hard to imagine that something else like it wouldn't have come along at some point, some yeah. sort of like more connected way of uh, immediately connecting way of communicating. But let's, you know, imagining a world where all, we just all stayed blogging. I, it's hard to imagine that you and I would have crossed paths. Um, True. Because podcast then listening true. was kind of like a, you tweet out a thing about whatever five by five or Leo Laporte or whatever. And then you'd kind of like look and see who else is responding to the tweets from yeah, Dan yeah, Benjamin or yeah. whoever. And they're like, Oh, they're nerds as well who enjoy this thing. <laughs> yep. So, I mean, that's, that's the whole idea of community. And, and a lot of times the, uh, the communities outside of that would branch off of Twitter and then kind of reconnect through Twitter. And so I don't know. I, I I'm, I'm, I want to see what happens today. Um, I don't, have i don't know i feel like i should have a horse in this race maybe but but i don't my my horse is tired and it is broke both both all all four legs are broken yeah. just lying on the ground so i don't i don't know i don't know what to do and it's arguing um, with nazis all day <laughs> boys that's it. what the funny thing i know like people are like well just like mute everything and whatever and like you can go back to that bubble you can very easily with the twitter clients i was listening to another podcast where they're like i just mute stuff and if somebody's talking about garbage stuff i just unfollow or block or whatever like you can do that but i think what's interesting with this and i'm I, it feels like it's probably like a minuscule percentage of the overall Twitter population that actually is going to take some sort of action, which is not to downplay what they're doing. Like it's still any amount of protest, however big or small, is still. I think if if it's if you feel strongly enough about it, then by all means you still do it. Doesn't matter if it's ten people out of a million, but it does feel like it's a little blip. And um, and so I don't know that on an, a, a Twitter scale level, like hopefully there's big enough people that are tweeting about it or talking about it that it will you know cross the desk of Jack. What's, what's his face twitter jack mm-hmm. and uh and at least cause a little bit of a blip in terms of their day to day but i don't well, imagine it, it, some it, of I the mean, like high-end like companies that are going to be like oh shoot we lost engagement yeah. on whatever i don't know like it's hard to imagine that's going to make a, that big of a dent but maybe it will i'm i'm pessimistically optimistic yeah it, it's it's interesting because you would think that um a, a good way to go about that would be pressure the folks who are giving Twitter money um, that then puts financial pressure on Twitter. And then that ends up yeah. being, I guess that's the whole, the whole idea of here's how you block 14,000 different accounts. And so that you don't see ads and you don't see anything else. Uh, they can't contact you. Um, I don't know. It, it's a, uh, it's kind of a tough situation where the answer is clear. Um, but how, how you can educate folks about it and who's going to know about this whole thing is it's not clear. Uh, there's going to be folks who don't know what Twitter D day is. They won't know that the 17th is the day that uh, lots of folks are leaving the platform for very specific reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll see what happens. I think this is probably a good way to get into some of the news from the last, what, two weeks, uh, three yeah, weeks that we've been out. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, we. Uh, I'm just gonna throw up in the thing here. The sheet. There's uh, just. Before, I'll mention this at the beginning of the show in case I forget at the end that you can send in questions and comments for the show if you use hashtag Ask SMYM on Twitter and it'll get uh, auto categorized. I know we've been on for a little while and haven't tweeted and stuff to remind folks um, of that. And for some reason, I've got two Google spreadsheets that are collecting all the questions somehow. I think hmm. if this then that is multiplied and uh, <laughs> and run them up. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. 
But anyways, the the big stuff that was kind of that we saw across our virtual desks, as it were, is a lot of like support related stuff. So the main one that we've kind of keep coming back to is Anchor mm-hmm. um, has added ability in the inside the app. Um, which actually, it must then Apple gets a cut of that, right? If it's inside the app, isn't that how that works, or is it? Does it link to to other uh, services? I forget. So Anyways. I the the link itself, I actually haven't seen it in the Twitter app, or uh, not the Twitter boy, boy, boy. I haven't <laughs> seen it in the Anchor app. Um, I have seen the website version of that, and it will load up Google Play on, or not Google Play, Google Pay on my device to be able to to pay more easily. But I don't know. I don't know how they're processed um, actually in the application or even if they are at all. They may just point you to a support page that is on Anchor proper. Right. So uh, today's special, our podcast on good stuff that you you and uh, Kenny do mm-hmm. has listener support. So how uh, have you quit your job or where are you at with <laughs> With listener support. <laughs> so so, so we, we made the push on that this week. We made sure to get it in the end of the show when we say like, hey, this is where you can find more about this show and check out other other specials that we've done. Um, we have not seen any interest in it, nor have we seen, um, I don't know, someone pledging and then canceling. We haven't, there hasn't been any interest at all. But I should say on average, we get about 25 to 30 listens for each episode. So if you put that in perspective, right now, conversion rate is zero. But uh, <laughs> even if there was one, it would be a pretty high conversion yeah. rate um, at that point. So I, I think th- what Anchor did was they made it really easy to just flip the switch. It was a literal switch that I posted in our, our Discord channel where it was like, should I do this? And there, the the downside is kind of zero. Yeah. Um, if we're going to be putting content on Anchor anyway, we may as well flip that on. Um, but I, it all processed through Stripe. Um, I set up the payment stuff through there. I am not sure what the actual payout would be on on these these payments. I should say also they're recurring payments. This isn't like a yeah. micro micro transaction type thing where I want to toss you twenty five cents or for every clap I get in uh, Anchor, you, it's like five cents, right? I would love that where I'm not really tracking. It's it's almost like the bits model yeah, of Twitch, Twitch yeah. where. I'm just I clap whenever, and then I get a bill at the end of the month for four hundred and fifty dollars because I loved too many podcasts. <laughs> too um, much clapping, yeah. Too much clapping, but that would also kind of it would it it socializes it, and it would show like, hey, when you see bits in the chat room, you're like, oh, cool, uh, thanks, thanks for the bits. That that's kind of like the social proof of, oh, mm, maybe I should be doing that, so so that mm. they know that I like to listen to this podcast, but. I don't know. I uh, we we don't really get much um, favoriting of the podcast anymore. We did for a, for a little while there while it was featured on the homepage. Um, we haven't seen any presses of that uh, recurring donations button. Um, I also I should say added this same type of thing to the good stuff feeds. So every show on good stuff has the ability to have a support button. Now um, it'll be only in the feed, kind of the same way that it is for anchor shows. But um, this was all based on a tweet from Marco Arment uh, saying, podcast hosts and app makers, let's make it easier for for podcasters to surface donate slash pay slash membership links in their own UIs with a standard uh, semantic way 
to denote payment URLs, blah, 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 right? So he's looking for something to put inside of show notes that kind of kicks something off in his app's UI, Overcast, that will then display some sort of support button. And that's kind of the same thing that Anchor is doing, but you know, only on their platform and only only the way that they're doing it. And hopefully, Anchor is going to kind of support the way that Overcast is doing, because we do have some Overcast listeners for uh, on our Anchor show. Um, but they landed at this uh, payment uh, class for the actual little button that is in there. So now all good, all shows on good stuff have this um, support payment URL ability that uh, you should start seeing in your, in your good stuff shows um, at the top. It'll say like support, show me your mic. And if you click that link, it'll take you to whatever support you want. I mean, we can, you can set it to be a charity. You can set it to be uh, like I, I set ours to the uh, anchor support page. Um, it's just, you know, you can, you can put whatever in there. And yeah. I think that's, that it's a good way to especially surface it in places like Overcast in the UI. And I wanted to make sure that as soon as this update goes out for Overcast, it's not out yet, but you load up a good stuff show and it's like, oh, hey, they already support it. So, yeah. And hopefully they're like, obviously the other apps like Marco is, it's funny how like a single individual developer can have some sway because within I don't know, hours of him tweeting that, like I saw so many different, like our host transistor and, um, uh, feed press and fireside and like a bunch of podcast hosting platforms right away or like, cause it's, I mean, it is trivial basically to add it to a podcast feed. Um, and so, um, yep. it was, it's great that they're doing that and it's, yeah. Cause I, I think Marco's reaction to like anchor doing that is to be inspired to like make a air quotes open way of doing it rather than having to be tied into anchor. And right now there isn't a way to like automatically make that button in an overcast, just like start a transaction. Wait, yeah. You got to think though, like um, this is not the first time in 2018 that Anchor is driving innovation in the podcast world. Like um, there's a, a link that you put in here from uh, Man- Manton Reese. Manton Reese, yeah. Um, and he's he's writing about anchor and whether podcast hosting should be free um i think a a caveat to to all of his uh commentary on this is that he's the founder of micro.blog and they have podcast hosting integrated into their services and you know things like that and they have their own application for recording short podcasts and posting them up into microblog so there's it's not a, a totally unbiased opinion but it is a valid opinion i think in that um the podcasting world is kind of, it's not full of huge players um, when it comes to the folks who are driving innovation. The way that innovation in podcasting is driven is from these tech folks who are changing applications and, and changing the way that people listen to podcasts. And, you know, you someone who just got into podcasts may be, wants to uh, upgrade to a new listening experience, they'll choose something like Overcast, but they won't know who's behind it or the history of like, why did this even get started? Uh, They won't know that, you know, they were an innovator in the whole auto leveling and splicing out the silence from a podcast and, you know, things like that, um, that 
we know are are actually the the things that are that are driving the industry right now. So it's it's interesting to just sort of see that flip uh, between s- all the tech folks on Twitter just tie back in, and now this uh, multi million dollar podcast hosting service called Anchor. Yeah, which the like there is that's where bigger players are getting into the space. Pocket Cast was acquired by NPR, yeah. um, so they are there's like corporate interest in ho like getting on the back end of it, not just creating podcasts now, obviously, which is why good stuff is announcing that we've now purchased, uh, <laughs> I was trying to come up with a, the smallest. I was looking at our stats to see like, we've purchased other. That's the, mm, our podcast mm-hmm. player that uh, our pod. Yeah. 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 Actually that would be <laughs> in analytics in our, like our transistor analytics and others. I'm sure it's like, there's, you know, obviously web browser, web player, pocket cast, Apple, iOS, yeah. overcast, iTunes, Android, unknown android downcast and then other and so we should just come up with our own podcast player called other and then we'd be like other is like amongst the most popular <laughs> wow i can't believe it they must be really yeah that's yeah, like the yeah. uh, google like the, the old uh, yellow pages or whatever like naming your business aaa <laughs> just yeah, so you're at yep. the front first page <laughs> yep all right all right that's uh, uh yeah. other.fm kenny's not registered bad. it for us already not bad <laughs> <laughs> thanks kenny so look for that it's uh, coming uh, probably next week. We'll have it finished, polished off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, speaking of of testing ideas and finishing things up, do you do you want to talk a little bit about something that you launched this week? Yeah, well, I mean, launch is a very generous term that you use for a, okay, a landing right. page a, with an email sign-up form. Um, yeah. how, but, how can I add more weight to, <laughs> to, to this? Because it it's a long, thought-out process. There's a lot, lot of thought behind it, but... You're you're trying to weigh the amount of time you're spending in something, and the amount of money and effort that you put behind it before it's a a proven idea. Yeah, and I know that like, especially amongst people like me, I feel like who are um, more like entrepreneurial driven and definitely in the in the sort of the cliche movie mode of like idea guys, <laughs> and sh- like long on ideas, short on execution. There's a certain amount of currency you have when you're like, hey, I'm going to do this thing. And does anybody want to come along and do this? And and then if that happens over and over again, people kind of get tired of, of uh, you know following you on your thing. And so I'm always hesitant to try and like I'll bounce ideas off you or my or my wife or like, uh, yeah, friends and stuff and be like, oh, it'd be so cool if this could happen. And then I but I won't I'm reluctant to put it out into the world. And so what Kyle's referring to is uh, I sort of soft launch, I guess, in terms of Twitter, because Twitter's dying today. So obviously <laughs> nobody's going to see it anymore. But uh, the idea of building a, a bit of a community for podcasters, which isn't in itself, isn't all that unique, but uh, uh, a walled garden for podcasters, I guess, where we can get together other podcasters who are either starting out a little bit further up the road, maybe a place that you'd kind of like hang out for a year or two to develop your podcast or get better at your podcast or get, you know, just some encouragement from other podcasters and hopefully um, improve your craft and help others by improving, or sorry, you would get better at your craft by helping others along on their journey as well and answering questions. But everybody being sort of on that playing field of like, we're all in this together and not allowing Mm -hmm. for, because a lot of the Facebook groups and the podcast, how to podcast groups and stuff like I've joined a bunch of them on Facebook and over the years on the internet and they kind of devolve into uh, some like guy from Libsyn and a guy or girl from like a podcasting expert. And in the end, what they are, they just end up arguing with each other about where you, whether you should be using Libsyn or, or whatever hosting platform and, 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 or pitch to like be a podcast editor for them or hire them to teach you their course about whatever. And so 
not that like um there's there's plenty of good in a lot of those forums and stuff and like that you can find in terms of tips and tricks and stuff and and but what i'd kind of like is more of like a what you'd get if you had a weekly meetup for podcasters maybe in your mm-hmm. city or whatever but i know that saskatoon where i live isn't big enough for that and um but it's kind of like a yeah i keep coming back to the word community more than like um any sort of uh, douchey business term. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so uh, co- co-op or yeah. like, um, uh, uh, yeah, I can't really come up with it. And it, like you, when, when I was talking with you, what kind of like pushed me over the edge with it a bit too, is the idea of like, not like, not just talking about stuff, but actually having somebody like, like me and like folks like you who are in there to like encourage with maybe like a, weekly challenge for like here's a topic for everybody to mention on their podcast just so that mm-hmm. then everybody can go out and like talk about it and then come back share that link and but not in like a huge link building effort and market growing thing but just as like practicing that skill the same way that you might have like a you had brought this up of like a, a whether it's a workout coach or like a fitness coach or something who's like you're you're basically paying them to tell you to do stuff i forget the analogy you use but like just like somebody <laughs> you're paying someone to give you willpower in a sense. And that's yeah. almost what it is like. So whether it might be like a five bucks a month thing or whatever, it's not going to get me rich by any means, but like just as a way of like putting a bit of money behind this thing and saying, okay, I want to ha- be held accountable to like, I'm hoping to launch this podcast in July. And then <laughs> this community of people would care enough about, you know, you and what you're doing to then say, Hey, it's July. How's it going? Like, and not like rake you over the coals if you don't do it, but just like, right, how can we help right. you? And so, um, something in that sort of a realm, I guess, is what I'm there, there, thinking. There's also a way of like seeing other people uh, do well around you, I think kind of will energize you, even if you yourself are not doing, you know, something exactly uh, as you want to be doing it. Seeing like, oh, hey, uh, Chris talk, talked about this topic today. Boy, does that, that kind of inspires me. Just hearing, just seeing that the, the episode went out, that does inspire me to go and record on my own. Yeah, um, I think accountability is also one of the key words about that is um, podcasting is not a short game. It's definitely a long game. And so the more encouragement you can get along the way to continue to do this more and more, I think is uh, it's ideal in at least in this medium. Um, it's. I, I don't envision it being like, I think the, the whole reason for trying to see if you have interest in, in this type of thing too, is so that folks don't just pop in and pop out and not contribute or yeah. not uh, in like literally invest themselves and their money into the, a community that hopefully can, can help each other. I think this happens on Twitch quite a bit. And I, I'm trying to learn more about this, this whole world of like, it kind of like, uh, you know, you've got your hype team, right? You've got your <laughs> uh, folks who on the regular show up into the chat room. They'll throw bits at you. They'll watch ads. They'll uh, moderate your chat. They'll help you out. Um, and it's not just kind of focused on one place. You you go to a place, you make some friends, and then they kind of like share. It's not, not in like a pyramid scheme kind of way, but in... You you know you go and you uh, support the other folks that are in the same community 
but by kind of reciprocating the 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 hype, if you would, or the the chat and stuff. And it, I don't think it's an artificial way of of bumping up numbers, but I do think it is a very good like moral support way of mm. um, trying to encourage folks to do more. And I I feel like I'm kind of in a rut with that stuff too. So this this type of thing really entices me. Um, I don't know. Have you heard any feedback in terms of like price point or what folks would be willing to pay for something like this? No. And that's where like, uh, I was going to say the uh, framework for it. It's not a, an exact copy as it were, but I, and I've talked with him about it, but Justin Jackson, friend of mine, fellow Canadian, he actually is the guy who created, helped uh, build uh, transistor.fm, which is where we host our podcast. So um, whatever conflict of interest, I guess, maybe I don't know. Anyways. Uh, but he has a, a, a thing that he's built over the years. Um, it's called, he called it mega maker, which is kind of a cool It's a private community for solopreneurs is how he builds it. But it's basically like people who make web stuff, um, but not on, not podcasts. It would be more like a web app. Uh, you're launching some sort of, you know, a, an iOS app maybe, or mm-hmm. coders, mm-hmm. programmers, designers, marketers, those kind of folks getting together. And it's kind of like in a, in a business sense, I guess you could call it like uh, an incubator almost for some of these folks, but it is just like a, a, a way to like hang out, say what you're doing, get some feedback and people stick around for like a year or two in this community. And then their thing maybe grows big enough and they're, they move on and that's fine. And so what he's kind of done as pricing wise is instead of like the monthly thing where you're like, I don't know how long I want to do this for maybe, or you're, you're, you, you, he gets, he's gotten people where they'll like pay for a month and then leave once they've sort of gotten whatever they think out of it and don't really give back into it. Um, is he just does a lifetime access and I forget uh, he doesn't right now it's not open. It's, you know, it's one of those things where it's like a waiting list to get in and then, um, but he found people were like not wanting, it was, yeah, just he, he's experimented a whole bunch with different price points and different ways of pricing this kind of thing and kind of landed on this idea of paying once for lifetime access to it. And I kind of, something with that resonates with me in this where maybe it wouldn't be it would, it would amount to what would the equivalent of like five bucks a month for two years, let's say, or maybe a year or whatever. I don't know, but mm-hmm. something where it's a little bit more skin in the game up front to get in. But then once you're in, you're hopefully invested because you've put that in. And I don't know, that's a fine line between like, Hey Chris, it looks like you're trying to get rich off of you know, charging people money to, to have a forum. Um, on, on, on like a false promise or right. like, um, on something that's not proven. Yeah, exactly. And so hmm. I, I feel like there's the, the private community of people who are uh, like sort of driven around the same kind of idea. That's a proven thing that can work, whether it can work in podcasting. Cause it is, it is a harder medium to share your work in and to demo your work and get feedback on your work. Cause it takes time to listen to a podcast and give feedback. Unlike like a web app, you can just be like, here's the link five minutes later. They can say it's working. It's great. Awesome. It looks great on my phone or whatever, you know, like test it out stuff um, and give feedback. But you know, podcasting and audio is, is a little more difficult. And so, um, I don't know for sure that it'll work. I feel like there's a way that it could work. And I, it excites me to, I like helping folks out. I obviously I'd, it can't be like 24 seven tech support for podcast making, right. uh, at that, whatever price point that would make sense for folks to join in. Um, but anyways, that's sort of where the inspiration and, I, and I've been kicking this idea around for like four years. And I remember three or four years ago thinking, Oh, I should just try it. Cause he's Justin's been doing, it, I think since, I forget when he started it exactly like 2013. So, um, so it's, you know, it's something that where I, I saw that I was like right away, like thought, Oh, that'd be awesome for podcasters and mm-hmm. kind of just sat on it. So, um, so the email, well, it's also, go ahead. 
I was just going to say, it's also one of those places where you like, you want to encourage people to um, explain themselves a bit. And, and there's a lot about podcasting. We've talked about this before, but that's veiled in secrecy that no one wants to give away the secrets about how the sausage is made. And um, I, I feel like opening up, having a place where you can ask dumb questions like that, I guess, or, you yeah. know, there, there are, there are no dumb questions in that world where you just want to know, Hey, where, what's everybody doing for like their upload process or, or note making? Like we were just talking about that this morning uh, off air where, you know, I do notes one way through our CMS and you do notes a completely different way because we just have different needs or we are, you know, one is templatized, one is a very manual process. And it's that type of conversation that if I didn't know that you did it that way, that may be a huge epiphany to me where it's like, oh, I could, I can just do it that way, do it the way that Chris is doing it. And I could save myself 25 minutes a day. And I, I think that those are the kinds of takeaways that creating a community, creating like a, a, an actual space to do, do this kind of stuff that is targeted specifically at podcasting. Not that's just like a, hey, here's a good stuff community. We can talk about the good stuff podcasts, but folks are kind of afraid to talk about, you know, how to, hey, Kyle, how do you put together your your show notes? Or, you know, I mean, maybe it's my my false thought that, that folks <laughs> are interested in that. But I, from the, the perspective of like, starting out in podcasting, I would want to know that. I, I would. I wanted to know everything there was about running a network and uh, running a podcast and trying to get better at it and speeding things up. Um, I don't know. I, I, there, folks who've been in the game for a long time too, like you, you can get in a rut and you can feel like you're void casting. You're just talking to nobody and you're sitting here in your office. Um, it... it yeah, Kenny's saying in the chat room, communities are helpful to put names and faces to all of the previously unknown anonymous listeners. Um, that is true. Like I think the that's where I've enjoyed uh, Twitch and then people who support on Patreon and then are in our Discord, yeah. like meeting them. But this would be, I think, a little bit more like hitting the the lonely podcaster out in Milwaukee or I don't know, where, <laughs> it doesn't matter where they are in the world, um, and like allowing them who might be even doing okay at their thing, but just want like it's kind of like a professional guild almost in a sense, right? Where you're like, these are other folks who I can speak the podcasting language with and, and they'll understand. I don't have to explain what podcasting is. Like I have to do with my friend, you know, who I can talk football with maybe or whatever, but they look at me weird when I say I'm a podcaster and then like skip that sort of low level stuff and get into a bit meatier stuff in terms of the conversations about podcasting. Even if it's beginners, even if it's, um, you know, folks wanting to know like should I should I trust this free hosting service that, that has been offered to me, or you know what what should I do? Yeah, um, yeah. I, I think I think it's a. It would be interesting to see where this goes. Um, even if this was just a community of five people, six people, it that that almost seems like like you took you said the analogy earlier of like a workout uh a gym right like a, a workout group a workout class um getting folks to show up to the same place to do the same thing at a specific time is a huge challenge so how however you can uh impact a couple folks lives i think is it, it would be cool it would be really cool to see especially in podcasting i don't 
So sometimes yeah. it feels like we're all separate and we listen to each other's shows, but we don't interact with each other in a meaningful way. It's just all jokes or it's just all like, um, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so there's a all it is right now is just a sign up form. The link is in the show notes uh, to a, like a Mailchimp landing page thing. And so by putting your email address down, you're obviously not committing to anything. But it's just like, hey, I'd be interested in following where this goes to the next step. And I'll email people as it's like, hey, this is where I'm going next. So you kind of if you want to sort of follow along with that process, and we'll talk about it probably here on Show Me Your Mic. But you can kind of like just sort of figure out or follow along with what's going on as I figure it out and give feedback, obviously. And I'll be looking for that kind of stuff as we do it. And maybe it fizzles out because there just isn't a need or an interest even. That's where kind of like that lowest level of like signing up, putting your e- If people aren't willing to give me your email address to like show interest in something like that, obviously then I can, it helps me gauge whether it's worth pursuing further. Because generally what I would do is not worry about whether people actually want the thing I would just try and build it, sign up for servers, set up a forum software, like spend yeah. hours and hours and hours and a bit of money, launch the thing and then be like, oh, I guess nobody wants it. It was just like an idea in my head. And now I've done all this work and I feel like garbage. So this is hopefully trying to like spin that around a little bit and work in a smarter way. Um, Cause I've seen things even like uh, on the live streaming side, there's, there's communities I've seen uh, that where, you know, there is a couple of folks, it's a bit more on like the, training and trying to sell coaching stuff and that's what i don't really want to do that i've i've tried some of that it's just not fun in a meaningful way for me mm-hmm. um and so but even with that like where like you hit on the idea of like i'm gonna do a live podcast maybe on twitch for the first time and it would be awesome to know that chris and kyle and whoever joe and, and julie or whatever from my podcast community are going to show up and just cheer me on and watch and listen and like so that the first time i try it there's four people watching instead of zero and they'll just give me feedback and help me get better at it. And Mm -hmm. similarly with a podcast that you might put out, like where it's just, I'm going to put this out into the world. It's on iTunes. We can all celebrate how you got it into iTunes and or Apple podcasts, sorry, and on the web and listen to it. You know that at least five people besides just your mom are going to, or dad are going to listen to it (laughs) and get some honest feedback from people like, Hey, if you did this or you could try and do this echo cancellation here or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, who are going to give you feedback on this, this craft that you're trying to get better at and, and, but not in obviously a harsh critical way where sometimes listeners will just be like, I can't listen because you don't have a high LPR 40. So well, and it sucks it, to you. Hopefully at that point you're, you're at the, the spot where it's not just you saturating yourself with inspiration or um, right. like <laughs> inspiration shower. Is that <laughs> yes. And what all you do is like watch uh, someone edit a podcast in a DAW or, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to watch um, a bunch of videos about someone's setup for their camera and stuff. There's a lot of that on YouTube and it's really easy to get stuck in like the idea. I mean, even, even just for vlogging or whatever, like, Oh man, that would be, it seems like it would be fun to do, but I'm just going to watch a bunch of camera videos and watch people talk about gear and never actually do the dang thing. Yeah. So I am, I want, I think it is that extra little bit that'll get you over the hump, get you into the, whatever this community ends up being and paid into it in a way that then directly helps you benefit from, from it. And, and really, keeps you going it doesn't just um it, it isn't just a source of inspiration hopefully it's like a an actually actionable thing that hopefully a podcast comes out of <laughs> yeah yeah exactly 
So that's yeah. The link will be in the show notes. You can follow me on Twitter if Twitter's still around, and I'll tweet about it. I'm I Chris on Twitter. Um, I'll just also say too, like the there's folks. Will I think it could be a cool way to like um, help folks using the Show Me Your Mic platform as an as a sort of venue to like beta test an idea or whatever, where we mm-hmm. would interview about you about an idea and get feedback from other podcast listeners who maybe aren't part of the community. But this podcast could kind of be like the audio journal that other people are sort of get a glimpse into, and where we'd have a segment maybe on on some of that. And so, like, there is a at goodstuff.fm slash smym slash ask is how you can also send in or get details of how to be include a send a question or comment for the show on Twitter. But also if you wanted to have it, if you have a podcast already and you'd like to be interviewed by Kyle and myself possibly, or one of us, uh, like we did in the past on this show, um, we'd love to do that as well. And there's a bunch of folks who have already, uh, I forgot to check the Google sheet for a while. And there's, there's like, this again goes back to why I do some of this stuff where I set up an idea and then nobody, I feel, I assume nobody's going to be interested. It's sort of a self-defeating mm-hmm. process and self-esteem and whatever. I'm going to counseling for that. But um, so folks like the motoring podcast, Sonics Inc., the others podcast, Birdland BS, Frazzlecast, which I don't even know what all these are necessarily. Um, but folks who've already signed up to be notified and be contacted, we'll get in touch with you and arrange a time that makes sense for us to you know interview you about your show and stuff and, and do a bit of that as well. So please, if you're interested in that, we aren't ignoring those requests. We're just getting through summer here and trying to like get back into the regular flow of things. So that's again, goodstuff.fm slash SMYM slash ask is where you can send in, uh, uh, just fill out the form and we'll, we'll be in touch with you. So, um, yeah, I think that's, that's probably a good spot to stop. Hey, yeah, I think so too. Yeah. No, no. So check out Kyle's podcast about beer, podcast.untapped.com. You can uh, you can hire me, I, uh, lemonproductions.ca slash hire, or if you need some podcast editing and or consulting on your podcast, if you just want to throw me some money for an hour or two of my time <laughs> before the community launches. If you do it now, you can pay more. If you do it later with the community, if that gets going, then it'll probably be cheaper <laughs> to get my feedback. <laughs> mm-hmm. I know how to do business. Um, well, you should, you should say too, this is not going to be a community where folks dump MP3 files and you edit it for them. I no, mean, it's definitely not. <laughs> that will not be covered uh, by the user license fee or whatever. That's, that's, that's right. That's right. Unless I guess if it is, we could charge $1,600 a month per person, then I'll happily edit your show and it'll be hey. locked at five people or something. But anyways, that's, that's a, right. Yeah. You can unlock the next tier of, uh, of, of KBPS uh, by, by sending me some more money. It's an ongoing Kickstarter that's called My Job. <laughs> mm, mm-hmm. uh, I'm I, Chris. You're, uh, what are you now? Hop Burps? I'm, I'm Hop Burps. But does that matter? Does it really matter anymore? That's I don't know. Yeah. We'll, we'll find out next week. But definitely, uh, if you want to follow along with the show, uh, goodstuff.fm slash SMYM is where the show can be found on the web. Twitch.tv slash goodstuff underscore FM is where we record the show live, generally Friday mornings, uh, 8 a.m. CST, what is it, 7 a.m. PST? It's, uh, yeah. yeah. Yep. And, uh, and we try and turn on the live stream as soon as possible, even before we start the official show. And uh, you can play along at home and join us in the chat room. Throw us pits. Ask questions, whatever. Yeah, all that stuff. And uh, and subscribe to the Good Stuff feed on Twitch, and then you'll see when the morning show goes live, and there's a YouTube podcast that records live, and who who knows whatever else we do. So uh, I think that's it. Thank you, folks, for listening. Thanks for watching out there in Twitch land, and we'll see you again next, next week. Question mark? Oh, most definitely. <laughs>
We save room for design!